Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. So we are entering into the holiday season. So it's the most it is time wonderful time of the year. Sorry. For some people. You know, Christmas is considered to be the most wonderful time of the year. But oftentimes, it's just magnifying the trying times that you may be experiencing. So for some, it is the most magical, wonderful time of the year. My husband listens to Christmas music in July. And that makes sense because... He's my wife's brother, and she listens to it every chance she gets, no matter what time of year it is. She's been watching Christmas movies for months now. Yeah, I don't partake in that. No? All year around Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) I like Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, I have found that mothers are incredible Santa helpers. And so a lot of the, um, the Christmas preparation does fall to moms. So I, I am grateful that Christmas is not every day. Right. It can be exhausting just one month out of the year, much less 12. Yes. So when I hear the Christmas music in July, it's just lets me know that it's around the corner and it's coming. (laughs) It's coming. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so holidays can can magnify senses of loss and grief. Um, memories of past holidays, both good and bad, can trigger various emotions and painful reminders of loss. And I think this year, people are going to have even more challenges with the holidays and uh, struggles with emotions and triggers because of COVID. I think that that's definitely going to change the way that Many people celebrate Christmas, the activities they partake in. I know it has really limited um, us in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, our family members from out of state are not going to come this year. And we're still going to, you know, social distance and stay home and not not do a lot because we're trying to stop the spread. Right. And we're trying to minimize the crowd size and the whole bit. Yeah. So it's affecting every part of the holidays. Right. And, and that is not helping it be the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> so birth mothers and adoptive families, regardless of COVID, can and do sometimes really struggle over the holidays. For birth mothers, 
you know, the, the perfect Hallmark Christmas with the perfect family on it and perfect children and the white picket fence that has snow on it and everybody happy and opening gifts. That's hard to look at mm-hmm. when you're in a place in your life that you don't want to be. And you've made choices in your life that you wish you hadn't made. And this is kind of an in your face. Oh, okay. So now, you know, not only am I not celebrating the Christmas that I want to, but you know, it's all around me, happiness and cheer and people are jolly. And, you know, I get to go see family members who may or may not know that I'm pregnant and I get to explain that I'm doing an adoption plan. And I don't know if they're going to reject me for my choice or give me a hard time and criticize me. And so those thoughts and emotions are going through their head. You know, when you're in a place that emotionally you don't necessarily want to be, you know, you're you're struggling and you're you're sad and 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 depressed and struggling knowing that you're carrying a baby that you're going to place for adoption and if you're having those thoughts and feelings seeing other people happy and joyful does not help does it feel to them like it's being rubbed in like <sighs> i haven't had a birth mom say it in those words mm-hmm. but it adds one more layer of okay for the children i do have you know, how am I going to make sure that I give them the Christmas that, that I'm seeing all around? And that is why we help through the agency and the Donna Kevins Foundation. We try to help the moms with Christmas for the other children. But I mean, they're watching movies and television and billboards with Santa on them mm. and, you know, decorations all over people's homes and holiday clothing. And I mean, it's, it's in your face. Right. No doubt. I always joke that it is like, Christmas threw up everywhere. You know, I mean, it's, it's literally everywhere. Yeah, there's it, 360 everywhere you look. There's more Christmas. Look, and, listen, smell. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Sometimes it, it causes them to feel more alone and isolated when they don't have as many family members or friends that are able to uh, relate or understand or appreciate or support their adoption plan. So the not partaking in the traditional holiday celebrations, maybe they don't have the finances to do the gift exchange or buy gifts for their nieces or nephews. You know, their children may not be in their care or custody. They may be in the state's custody. And that's just another reminder and another, you know, point where they struggle because they're not with their family. Um, Maybe they are remembering their childhood. Maybe they had an amazing Christmas memory from their childhood and they're sad that they can't live up to that for their own children. Or maybe their Christmas was terrible when they were a child and it brings back bad memories. So they may be wishing things were different and they worry about the financial aspect. Christmas is really expensive. Of course. You no, know, we have a large family and I'm going to tell you, yeah, it's really expensive and that's stressful. That is stressful. You know, after they place their baby for adoption, if they are still grieving, or they're struggling with their adoption choice. Christmas, again, is just another reminder because it's considered a family holiday. It's considered, you know, a children's holiday. And it's another reminder that they were in a place where it was better for them to place the baby, but that doesn't mean it's less hard. Right. So for adoptive families, they may struggle as well. Um, If they're just beginning the adoption process, the holidays can be a reminder that this is another holiday without being parents. You know, they don't may not have a little one to put on Santa's lap. Children are everywhere, excited about Christmas. You know, you're getting catalogs in the mail of toys. And if you watch TV with commercials, they're popping up. 
Um, you know, Black Friday this year seems to have started a month ago, which right. I'm not quite sure. Is it a COVID thing or? I think it is in a way because I think people are so pent up right now and they need some kind of change or something to look forward to and kind of release some of that tension. I think that's just a theory, but yeah, I've noticed that too. The Black Friday sales have been going just sporadically everywhere. I thought it was more because people would be worried about shipping and they are not doing the in-store shopping as much. I don't know. Right. That very well could be as well. Also, if you're just beginning the adoption process, the holiday season may be a barrier to the process moving at the speed that you want it to, because there are a lot of days off, you know, with Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and it, it does kind of pause things. I know in the courts, a lot of the judges take holiday throughout that whole week mm-hmm. and complete, you know, don't do anything with courts. So. Right. And yeah. That's what we're, we're looking at possibly here. Um, you know, also if you're, if you're saving money and your funds for an adoption, Christmas may tap into those. If you do have family members that you need to buy for. And sometimes when people are beginning an adoption program, as an adoptive family, they are hyper-focusing on their adoption plan and the holidays are a distraction to it. And so while that may be very healthy at the same time, it can also be frustrating because if you're putting your portfolio together, your profile for to show to birth moms and you want to focus on this and, you know, you have another child handing you their Christmas list or, you know, mom's calling in and asking you what you're going to make for Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a distraction. Um, If you're in an adoption program, but you're not matched yet, you may not want to face those questions at family gatherings of, oh, so how is it going? Why aren't you matched yet? What's going on? Mm -hmm. Then you may experience anxiety about, okay, well, when am I going to get matched? Because anytime somebody questions you, it makes you rethink everything. And when somebody starts questioning me on something, I will, in my head, go back and go through the process of how I got to where I am right now. You know, if, if it's a question about why something was done or not done. And so again, it forces you to think about things that you may have already processed and not want to revisit. But if you're matched and you're waiting for the baby to be born, patience can be a really difficult thing. I struggle with patience. I am very impatient. Are you patient? With some things I can wait forever and just be fine with it. And then small things will kind of set me off and I'll be like, why can't it just happen now? You know? And yeah, so it's a mixed bag with me. I'm, I'm a complicated person. Yeah. It's not a mixed bag with me at all. I am uh, not patient in any area or aspect. Of really? My life. Okay. So I can understand and I'm a worrier. So, you know, waiting for the baby to be born. I know that when I was pregnant, I really struggled having to wait the nine months. Right. And so as an adoptive family, I would just be on the floor. (laughs) It would be tough. It would be very tough. The focus uh, between adoption and holidays is split. And then sometimes when you are focused on something else, you just go through the holidays and autopilot. Mm -hmm. And that's not good either because you can't get that time back. And that's important. And you want to make memories. You know, trying to get through the holidays, telling yourself, hopefully this will be the last holiday that we won't be parents. And next holiday, we, you know, we'll have a little one to put on Santa's lap and and to have a stocking up for. And that's, it's hard. And then if you have been placed with a baby since the last holiday season, try not to have the expectations up too high. 
when I had my daughter, my first child, her Christmas looked like Toys R Us blew up. And she was six months old. Wow. And has no memory of what she got or didn't get. Oh, of course. Not that, I mean, it was fine. It was exciting to watch her stare at me as I opened up her gifts for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I would say just enjoy and take lots of pictures and, and relish and hold your baby close and remember your birth mother. Yeah. Send her some extra pictures or make sure you wish her um, a Merry Christmas and that you're thinking of her. And there are ways to deal with grief. According to an article by VeryWellHealth.com called Holiday Survival Strategies for Coping with Grief, for anyone dealing with an illness, grief, or the loss of a loved one, the holidays can be a time of sadness, pain, anger, or dread, as we've talked about. It can be difficult to cope, especially when you see the sights and sounds of holiday happiness all around you. The ebb and flow of grief can become overwhelming with waves of memories, particularly during Valentine's Day, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Grief can also magnify the stress that's already a part of the holidays. How can you begin to fill the emptiness you feel when it seems that everyone else is overflowing with joy? There's a few simple strategies that you can employ to help you get through this time. You can offer yourself some grace. Of course, one of the best things you can do is give yourself permission to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Try not to fall prey to the belief that you have to feel a certain way or do certain things in order to make the holiday quote-unquote normal. If you feel sad, allow the tears to come. If you feel angry, allow yourself to vent some steam. Be kind to yourself. It's important that you get the rest and nourishment you need and to try not to take on more than you can handle. If you need to be alone, then honor that. If you crave the company and affection of others, seek it out. Do whatever feels right to you during this difficult time. You can ask for and accept help. The holiday season's no time to feign strength and independence when you're grieving a death or a loss. You'll need the help and support of others to get through, so don't feel as if you're being a burden. People generally receive satisfaction and even joy from helping those that they care about. Try and find support. Sharing your feelings is often the best way to get through them, and finding people you can talk to will help. Friends and relatives can be a great support during times of grief. However, they might be coping with their own feelings or so immersed in the holidays that they can't offer the support that you need. Another good option is to look for a grief support group. You can search online or check with local churches, community centers, funeral homes, or a hospice to find a group that suits you. Support group members often make friends that end up being a source of comfort and care for many years to come. Stop making comparisons. It's easy to see other people or families enjoying the holiday festivities and compare their experience to what you feel during this difficult time. This may make you feel worse and that you're lacking in some fashion. You should keep in mind that the holidays are stressful for most people and that they're rarely the quote-unquote magical gatherings depicted in greeting cards and movies or on television. Try to embrace what you have rather than to compare it to what you think others have. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. If you're listening and you're dealing with an unplanned pregnancy and want more information about adoption, Building Arizona Families is a local Arizona adoption agency and available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112. That's 623-695-4112. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or just get you more information. You can also find out more information about Building Arizona families on their website at azpregnancyhelp.com. Thanks also go out to Grapes for allowing us to use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Birth Mother Matters in Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. 
Please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to us. We'd really appreciate it. We also now have a website at birthmothermatterspodcast.com. Tune in next time on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Raines. <laughs>